This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Nickel's the last DJ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 4th. We're your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing today? Doing great, everybody. It's good to be here. It is Friday. <clears throat> We've made it through the end of what seemingly has gone by fast, but it's felt like a long week for me personally. I don't know about yeah. you, but uh, looking forward to that weekend, that's for sure. Oh, aren't we all? But, you know, it's uh, one of those things, you know, you, you have to survive that last day before you can get to the weekend and enjoy things. And uh, luckily, we're we're pretty much there. Yeah, we're right here. Well, you know, me, I still got two more days before I really have a day off, but that's okay. <laughs> Any big plans for the weekend? Work, yeah, because uh, I don't, I don't really have the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, in football you know, on Sunday, I have, I have Sunday, so I have like the second day of the weekend, and of course, sleep in and uh, watch football. Um, so in between there, it's just a, it's a plan try to put together a fantasy football team, which normally by this point I have put together, but. Uh, not yet. Well, it's it's been a long, short week, so uh, it mm-hmm. makes sense. In any case, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, say you were an elected official, maybe a mayor. What could you do to embarrass... Mayor! <laughs> to embarrassingly ruin your career? Oh, well, that's easy, you know. Just, uh, just add, uh, you could say, sex scandals, right? You could always get involved in that, in that like anybody else. Uh, maybe peeing behind a trash can before a concert and getting caught with your wang danger out. Yeah. That, that would Definitely. be your one downfall. All time. that stuff could hurt you. Yeah, it could hurt you. <laughs> well, in this case, a Kentucky mayor was arrested for driving. Kentucky un- mayor! For driving under the influence after falling asleep in a White Castle drive through line and crashing into a utility pole Tuesday night. Harold and Kumar were not available for comment. No, I'm just kidding. Dang. Louisville Metro Police officers found Shively Mayor Beverly chester burton standing outside her silver cadillac after smashing into a pole i'll just came for for castle <laughs> after smashing into a pole as she was trying to leave the parking lot around 11 p.m 
Witnesses said Chester Burton fell asleep behind the wheel at the fast food drive through line and even had to knock on her window to wake her up, according to a police report. Cops reported Chester Burton reeked of alcohol and failed a sobriety test when she couldn't walk a straight line. Chester Burton, who was elected Shively's first black mayor in 2018, told police she had dinner and two apple martinis at 5 p.m., but then changed her story uh, she had, uh, saying she had drinks at 9 p.m. The mayor was booked in Louisville Metro Department of Corrections and released Wednesday. She's set to be arraigned on Friday. You know, there goes your career. There goes your career. But to be fair, when you have had a little too much to drink, greasy burgers and, and you know, uh, fast food sounds delicious. Now, in the age of Uber and Lyft, there's no reason to be driving drunk. No, absolutely not. Um, I, I haven't had a, a White Castle, I think, since 2016, 2015. It's been a long time. I've I don't find them that impressive. Like it's just one of those burgers to me. Like I think falls in the reign of an In and Out. You know where people of that side hype it up because that's what they're used to. Yeah. And then when you have it, you're disappointed. For me, I they're nothing great. They're little tiny sliders. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, if you're going to be drinking, uh, there's definitely never a reason to be driving, especially when you have so much stuff. And plus, if you're the mayor, don't you have like an aide that can go run and get it for you? Or you would assistant? think so. But uh, yeah. no, apparently not. You Tommy, know, go get me some damn White Castle. Uh, at White well, Castle. That's why we're talking like this in Kentucky. White Castle tends to be more of an East Coast thing. So they're not really prevalent here on the uh, West Coast. I think there's one in Vegas. But uh, just like... We have, we have them in our break room fridge. Do you really? <laughs> it's weird. They're frozen, yeah. They carry them in there. You can buy them for like three bucks. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. No, thank you. No. It, it would be like if In-N-Out started selling burgers and you could unfreeze them and cook them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Not so much. For me, what ruins it is the little tiny onions. Fudge, that was hot. <laughs> is the tiny little onions that they put on there. Because if you ask yeah. for no onions and they forget... Even scraping them off is, is just useless. Oh, it's <laughs> the flavor of it. Reminds me of like McDonald's burgers. Like I hated those things because like they weren't just onions. They were an army of little tiny rotten, nasty little onions. Yep, that, and you can't get rid of them all. Uh, you can no, never get rid of them. It's all. too many. It's like you're just eating an onion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is Friday, the final day. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. I know I'm certainly looking forward to the weekend. And, of course, we're going to take you into the weekend on an up note with good news, everyone. We have a segment. We have a segment, you know, on Wednesdays we do words are hard. Well, today we're doing math is hard. Our call-in topic today is self-inflicted injuries. How did you ridiculously or hilariously injure yourself? Being that it's Friday, we're going to be talking with G-Man, G-Man's matchups, NFL Week 13. We close out the day with This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything.
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 4th. Now, uh, we have a thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you got drunk and drove through a White Castle and into a pole. Well, we want to know about it. Give us a call. I didn't do it. (laughs) Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, December 4th, and here's your Filippo Fast Five. 61-year-old Steve Borden, known as the wrestling icon Sting, made a surprise appearance on AEW this week, and... Apparently, he has signed a new full-time contract with the new wrestling company. Hmm. 61, still wrestling. Face good makeup. Him. Yeah, it's good for that's a good pickup for them. Miley Cyrus uh, revealed she divorced Liam Hemsworth because there was too much conflict. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that's why you got rid of Tony, she's available. Mm-hmm. I just don't find her attractive. Nothing against her. Uh, Zero attraction. She sounds like a chain smoker, too. Hey, I'm you I'm gonna cover Metallica with you. <laughs> like Wreckable. Michigan Maryland cancellation clinches the first winless home season game uh, for the Wolverines in history. They were having a winless season, and due to a forfeit, they get a win. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, get your ribbon, sir. Get your ribbon. Participation. Hey, uh, fans of Mulan, the live-action remake is now free for Disney Plus subscribers today. Starting today. Nice. If you didn't want to pay 30 bucks to watch Mulan, you don't have to. It's a, you can stream it right now. Perfect. Um, and lastly, Gal Gadot is going to start in a James Bond-style action franchise from the old guards, Greg Ruka. Ruka. Should be fun. Cool. I probably butchered both their names, but... It wouldn't uh, wouldn't be a show if I didn't script somebody's right. Name, so. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's why we call him Filippoing him. Now, if you may, Christian, get that Carol Baskin soundbite ready. You mean Carol Baskin? Oh yeah, because Carol Baskin. Carol um, Baskin. She she's in the news again. What she is like the star. Her and Joe Exotic have been the stars of 2020, in my opinion. Um, uh, staff member at Carol Baskin's Big Cat Rescue in Tampa, Florida um, has reportedly suffered an animal bite. No! Hey, you cool uh, cats and kittens. <laughs> the staffer said to have been taken to a nearby hospital to be treated for serious injuries. Baskin does not yet to appear to have a statement on the situation. There's also no word on what type of big cat was involved. It was just a big cat. What do you want? Was it a Bengal cat, a tiger cat? It's either a lion or a tiger. Um, doesn't say. But Big Cat Rescue previously posted on its website that coronavirus pandemic shutdowns have caused the organization to lose 160 grand a month yeah. in tour revenue, um, which is weird being in Florida because I didn't think things in Florida were shut down. But I don't live there, so I don't know. 
Um, anyways, but yeah, so in a nutshell, uh, she's just in trouble because her little rescue, some cat bit a person. I heard that. Oh, Carol uh, Baskin. I heard that that employee's arm was almost completely ripped off. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. That's it's not good. Yeah, it, it's a serious injury that is just dangling. But I think that's one of those things, not just with her. Like we like to poke fun on, you know, her on the show. And I, I know when we had Ryan, he used to love Carol Baskin stuff. He'd get all jazzed up. But uh, it, it didn't matter if you go to a zoo or whatever. I mean, you always run that risk. You're dealing with wild animals that are yeah. caged, and you just, this way you don't get too close to them. You just don't know what's going to happen. Well, hopefully, so. they have insurance. Yeah, I hope so. I something tells me like they don't strike me as people that do, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have some type of league, you know, legal crew. So yeah. Um, and one of the biggest news yesterday to come out, and it, and it was something that was so big, I ended up texting you ahead of time, and uh, super fans Mike and Lacey, but Warner Brothers has decided to release all their 2021 movies on HBO Max. Say what? Uh, yeah, the film industry has just been one, has been with one of the biggest shakeups in recent history. Warner Brothers decided to uh, follow suit. Not only was uh, Wonder Woman 1984 going to adopt this and, and still go to the theaters, but it looks like all their movies will just be on HBO Max. The movie comes in the wake of theaters remaining closed and producing small box office numbers. Every Warner Brother movie w is will set to hit theaters in 2021 will be following the same release uh, format of Wonder Woman 84. They'll still be released in whatever theaters are open, okay. uh, but they will also debut on HBO Max the same day. This includes The Suicide Squad, Ooh. The Matrix 4, Dune, The Many Saints of New York, In the Heights, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Mortal Kombat <laughs> and Godzilla vs. Kong Warner Brothers is stressing that this arrangement will not be permanent. It's only 2021 films are a part of this plan which is in direct response to the ongoing pandemic there's no plans to continue this wave in 2022 for at least right now. We're living in unprecedented times which call for creative solutions including this new initiative for the Warner Brothers Picture Group uh the Warner Media chairman and CEO Ann Sarnoff said in a statement, no one wants films back on the big screen more than we do. We know new content is the lifeblood of theatrical exhibition, but we have to balance this with reality and most theaters in the U.S. will likely operate at reduced capacity throughout 2021. Um, so we will see this as a win-win for film lovers and exhibitors and we're extremely grateful for our filmmaking partners for working with us on this innovative response to the circumstances so what do you guys think uh, on this uh, game-changing news let us know in uh, on our phoenix page and chris i'm gonna throw it to you and uh, what do you think of that i think that hbo max subscriptions are gonna skyrocket you know think about it it's about 15 bucks a month um and i don't know what their free trial situation is but for about the same price as one movie, you can get all of these movies per month. And I mean, some big names coming out, like you said, uh, Suicide Squad, Matrix 4, yeah, that Dune. Huge, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And and I, these are all movies I'm that like, I'll probably go see in theaters, but then I can come home and watch them at home as well. 
Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. I, I like that they're doing the theater thing um, as well as putting it on their stream, you know, HBO Max. I mean, that that definitely makes HBO, HBO Max worth it. Now, as far as the free trials go, I'm about to be Buzz Killington here because HBO Max kills the one-week free trial right before Wonder Woman 1984 hits uh, on December 25th. So don't bother waiting to sign up for HBO Max to watch Wonder Woman with a free trial trials don't exist anymore still worth um, the 15 bucks though yeah Just take my money so <laughs> so you gotta sign up but i thought that was a funny way to tie in and then to piggyback onto that story amc theaters is pissed about this whole deal um they're not happy on thursday the at&t you know company uh for, announced that warner brothers are going uh, all the movies to hbo max for next year well amc um, signed on uh, let's see so these coronavirus <laughs> impacted times are uncharted waters for us all which is why we signed up to be with HBO Max exception to customary practices for one film only Wonder Woman 1984 to be released um, now with that going on AMC says we will do everything in our power to ensure that this does not affect us at our expense we will aggressively pursue economic terms to preserve our business um, they are extremely ups, upset because they're they feel that's going to take away from their money, which you know I I think they kind of got to understand it's at least these theaters will be shown in their theaters. So you know for moviegoers like myself or you or you know anyone that loves movies and there's an AMC nearby, you're going to go. Um, which unfortunately you're not going to go to an AMC. You guys don't have them in Nevada, but. right? Well, well, at least not in Northern. And the thing is, with uh, these theater chains closing down, they don't have much of a bargaining chip at this point. It's not like they can flex their muscle and say, well, we're not going to carry any of your movies. Well, they're not really carrying any movies at this point. So yeah, take it where you can get it, I AMC. Think, and and uh, people like us, we're still going to go to the theaters to see the movies. So. Yeah. I think it's double revenue. You know, It's like, yeah, AMC's not going to get as much as they normally would. But even if you made it exclusive... I still don't think you'd get everyone to the theater. I think with, especially during this winter time, we're seeing uh, the COVID numbers going up. People are definitely a, a lot more cautious. Things are locked down. People are just not going out and they're risking it, you know? Yeah. I think it's a lot of people too that, you know, especially around the holidays, they're seeing their, they want to see their family, their parents, uh, grandparents. And a lot of the, no one wants to get them sick because it seems like uh, it affects the older people a lot more. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I just think you take what you can get and, you know, just pray you can stay afloat, man. Yeah. That's all you can do. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. But, uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm still going to be going the, to the theaters to see the movies I want to see. But it's oh, nice to have that yeah. option to see it at home. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got about 40 seconds, and I didn't mean to make it all about HBO Max, but that was just huge news. It, we had to talk about it. had to get it out there. And uh, I, for one, am excited to see uh, – Suicide Squad, both in theaters and in 4K HD at home. Totally. So I'm stoked that you don't have to wait. You can just watch it when you want, which is pretty damn cool. Um, I digress, and we'll go ahead and boogie on to the punny birthday segment. It's my birthday! It's funny! Oh, yeah. This Jigga has an empire state of mind because you, would ha you wouldn't mind having dirt on your shoulders. But don't worry, if you have 99 problems, Jay-Z is not one, but he is 51 today. 
America's next top dancing with the higher learning life-size star models host, Tyra Banks is 47. Mona Lisa Vito once told her cousin Vinny, he can't be a wrestler called the Big Short or in a tag team called Wild Hogs because that's not what women want. Though she is not far from home, but playing May Aunt May has been great in the Spider-Man films and talking Marissa Tomei, 56. This dude has a crazy heart, even though he had a bad time at the El Royale. But don't put obesity, oh, don't put Obadiah Stain in a corner because he does not abide. He's a young 71. That's Jeff Bridges. Live from Portlandia, it's faux Barack Obama, a.k.a. Fred Armisen, is 53. Candyman. Candyman. Guy in the morgue in Final Destination. Ooh. Nope, it's Candyman. Tony Todd, 67. The third best fictional comic book store owner behind comic book guy from The Simpsons and Brody Brody from Mallrats, Stuart, a.k.a. Kevin Sussman, is 51. That is your punny celebrity birthday for December 4th. Have a good weekend, birthday kids. <laughs> Folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we roll into the weekend on an up note. It is time for good news, everyone. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 4th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. If you want to get a hold of myself on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo eighty one. Now, being that it's Friday, and there's so much horrible and terrible news. You know, the sky has fallen out there. We like to uh, bring you guys into the weekend on an up note with a segment we like to call Good News, Everyone. Ooh. Always gives you those good feels inside. Well, my good news is that David Chang, the founder of Momofuku. It's a Momofuku? Gotta be careful not to miss. Afuku, afuku me, afuku you. Do you fish your mother with that mouth? Uh, yeah, you want to make sure. You... No, Austin Fook. Don't want to mispronounce that. He's also he's also the host of Ugly Delicious. Is the first celebrity to win the one million dollar prize on ABC's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire after Sunday night's nail biting episode. After having been dormant since May of 2019, the game show was revived this year with Jimmy Kimmel as host. What not? Regis? Oh, wait, he's dead. Since its inception in 1999, only 13 people have ever won the top prize on the American version of the show, just six on the British version as well. And no celebrity contestant has ever won the full million until Cheng did it. Like the winnings of the celebrities who have competed since the show was revived this year, Cheng's million dollars went to the charity of his choice. He picked the Southern Smoke Foundation, a Houston-based crisis relief organization for people working in the hospitality industry. And being here in Nevada, uh, that's been greatly impacted as well. 
After 15 rounds of grueling trivia, the million-dollar question was a tense one as Cheng used his last lifeline to phone a friend to help him answer. Although he and his wife never uh, toughed, it says toughed a light switch, touched a light switch for fear of being shocked, who was the first president to have electricity in the White House? Cheng called ESPN analyst and journalist Mina Kimes, who herself, unsure, probably answered, Benjamin Harrison? Fans and friends tweeted about Kimes with excitement and praise after the episode aired. An uncertain Chang pondered for a few sweat-inducing minutes before finally choosing to go with Kimes' answer and take the risk instead of walking away with a $500,000 donation. My Asian gambling genes are very strong in me because that's what overrid any common sense, Chang said Monday morning on a conversation with Kimmel. As his victory was announced, digital confetti exploded on the screen and, shot, and a shock chain Cheng jumped out of his chair to elbow bump Kimmel. There was no studio audience to cheer him on, so Cheng described the sweet feeling of victory in a room that was empty except for himself, Kimmel, and a friend, the Emmy-nominated director Alan Yang, whom Cheng also used as a lifeline. Cheng said, I still don't understand that it happened. It was the most out-of-body experience. I don't know what happened. He also spoke about the impact he hopes the money will have on Southern Smoke, an organization that donates to small business owners or food service workers when they're experiencing debt or other crises. He said, I wanted to raise some awareness for the restaurant industry. Southern Smoke wasn't able to do their annual charity drive because of COVID. I was over the moon that we could do that because it's been a ridiculously tough year. I was like, man, I want to see, or I want the world to see just what people in the industry would do. So uh, another good example of a, a celebrity, um, even though I'm not familiar with David Ching, doing something good for an industry that's really suffering right now. And that is my... Good news, everyone. That is some good news, man. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Tone? What do you got in the uh, area of... Good news, everyone. Well, I'm going to read this story, and then it'll bust in. I could spoil... Well, I guess I could just spoil it. It's no biggie. Um, Justin Timberlake buys a $35,000 wheelchair accessible van for a teen with cerebral palsy. Wow. Jake Stitt known, is known in Morristown, Tennessee, for spreading joy. Jake, who has cerebral palsy, often sits outside in his wheelchair with a sign that reads, Honk if you're happy. This week, the 17-year-old wasn't just happy... He was ecstatic. Jake is known for a, as a local celebrity, and the town wanted to thank him for his positivity. Jake's dad, Tim Stitt, um, Stitt sorry, is a military veteran and his son's sole caregiver. Stitt began to lose function in his hands after years of having to lift his son in and out of their van. Uh, I'm just worried about dropping him, so I'm going to have surgery on a, or a procedure done to fix that, the father said. Um... To help the family, the town began to raise money for a new wheelchair accessible van, which would make it easier for Jake to get in and out of the car without putting a strain on his dad. Actor Michael Abbott Jr., who is from Morristown but now works in New York, started the fundraiser, which amassed thousands of dollars in just days. However, the fundraiser still came up just short. That is until a superstar donor and fellow Tennessean pitched in. Justin Timberlake, who is from Memphis, bought the $35,000 van for the stints. He caught the story and he was just very touched what was going on with this thing and he wanted to reach out and decided he wanted to purchase the van for Jacob and his needs. Timberlake got on a private Zoom call with the stints last window, Wednesday to share the good news. It was, 
it was just a very blessing to be able to speak to that gentleman and for him to be able to meet Jake and see what he needed, Stitt said. Just hours later, the new van pulled up to their house, followed by a parade. It was decorated with Alabama logos since Jake is a big fan of the Crimson Tide. It's going to make my life a lot easier because there's not many people that can lift him up and sit him in a van like he needs. It's going to make our lives so much easier now because of the independence he's going to have as a young man now. Now that Timberlake purchased the van outright, the money raised by the community will go directly to the Stits. God's always provided for us and we keep our faith and we're thankful every day. It is a true meaning to Thanksgiving and it's a blessing to our family to make us able to have peace and relax more and not have to worry uh, not have worries is amazing. It's very humbling. Jake had simple words for his story. It was blessing and God bless. So great, great to hear, you know, when celebrities, uh, we always talk about like when they do good things, but for, you know, like Justin Timmer, like just to happen to catch when no one approached him about it. He just happened to catch it. And he's like, that's hometown. That's a great story. I'd love to help. And, and, and just to make that, you know, to make their lives a lot easier, especially on his dad. Um, I could only imagine how hard that is um, if he's the sole caregiver right. uh, trying to take care. And I'm picturing, and there's no pictures of the young man or anything, but I would figure, you know, if it's somebody that can't lift on their own and obviously they're almost a grown adult, but it's got to be super hard to do that. Yeah. And you know, these imagine people- probably not the smallest of people either. They, you know, typically if you're not moving and stuff, typically a little heavier, harder to move, I would guess. I don't know. Yeah. And these handicap accessible vans are hard to come by. I mean, if you want to try and find one used, good luck. So, uh, you know, and, and new ones are, are just so expensive. So somebody like Justin Timberlake stepping in and, and helping out an individual, uh, especially somebody from his hometown, I'd certainly say that that is. Good news, everyone. So uh, let's do this. You know, we're, we're going to go into break a little bit early, but when we come back, we've got a uh, segment called Math is Hard. Obviously, we know that words are hard, but numbers are hard, too. Don't go anywhere, folks. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we are to the fourth and final segment of the first hour of the show, but don't fret, there is still plenty of show ahead with our second hour, including G-Man's matchups, where we talk NFL Week 13. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart. About 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, on Wednesdays, we do a reoccurring segment called Words Are Hard, where we explore the English language and some of the weird intricacies of it or how people misuse it. Well, you know what? Words aren't the only thing that are hard. Numbers are hard, too. Tony, uh, where do you fall in the realm of math? Are you uh, a math whiz? Do you do okay with it? Or is it just beyond you? 
I wouldn't say it's beyond me. It's not my strongest suit. Um, my problem is, is and I, did, I can't make excuses as I'm older. Um, I'm good if I understand it, but my brain, I, I like, wouldn't like to say I have ADD, but, you know, I have, like, I can't retain a lot of uh, number information, and numbers are tougher for me. Yeah. So I'd probably not put beyond, but between beyond and, you know, be like crappy and middle <laughs> to good, I'd be like somewhere close to the middle, okay. more so than down here. That's fair enough. Um, I math has always come sort of naturally to me. Um, I never had to work hard for it, and I'm pretty convinced that uh, it's the only reason Jesse keeps me around. That and tech support, um, just because. I thought it was your useless, feckless uh, trivia, or your uh, or your handsome grizzly beard. There could be any one of those, but uh, mm. nonetheless, you know, math is hard. For instance. Uh, you know, when, when you're trying to figure out years and age, you have this Twitter user who said, kids born in 2000 are 25 years old. Let that sink in. To which somebody replies, you've been doing meth instead of math, haven't you? Yeah. Know, pretty sure it's the yeah. year 2020. Yeah, they would be uh, 20 if they were born in 2000. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just common. You, that's, that's real basic math. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the... These people aren't appearing on this list because they are. Ooh, you uh, know, that that one warrants this. I haven't been able to use this one, but there you go. Ooh, I like it. It's one I uh, might add to my soundboard. Yeah, I, I forgot I had it. I'm like, well, that's kind of fitting for this uh, for that particular answer there. <laughs> Moving on with math is hard. Here's a uh, text exchange that says your IQ is zero, and I have at least 500 times bigger IQ than you. To which uh, the person replies, well, I might not be extremely wise, but at least I know that zero times 500 is still zero. He ain't wrong. No, no. So you got to no. you gotta know these things. And that's why math yeah, is hard. Get, yeah, he's good on that one. He's, he's still got it. <laughs> he's a little snarky, but he got it. Tony, do you now or have you ever had one of those five-gallon water jugs that uh, you put change in? You know, you see people... Oh, fill yeah. them up and then yeah, they go we, to the Coinstar machine and dump them out. Dump them out, yes. I've seen them. Um, I don't personally own one. I'm sure I could fill one up. There's change all over in weird little places where I'm like, oh, didn't know I had money there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, my grandma used to have a big one that was full of pennies. <laughs> oh, pennies. The bane of my existence. I hate change Oof. to begin with. I've got a little mason jar that I put change into, and then when it fills up, I'll go down to the coin star and exchange it. But uh, in this case, there is a picture of one of these uh, five-gallon water jugs filled with quarters, just nothing but quarters all the way to the top, with the caption that says, a quarter a day for a year will get you $9,125. A dollar a day for a year is 365 so how would a quarter a day get you 9125 just doesn't add up which is why math is hard <laughs> moving on with math is hard this one is again sort of around the same lines as the first one we read but the response is fantastic people born in 2000 are now 36 let that sink in to which somebody replies Using that R. Kelly calculator, huh? Basically wanting Ooh. to be a little bit older. I don't than... see nothing wrong with a little bad math. Uh, <laughs> dude, I wish if you're if, uh, if you graduate in 2000, you're 36. Uh, thank you. Yes, I, I am 36. Unfortunately, not quite. 
No. Yeah, I know. I know. My birthday's this month, and I feel it creeping up. And I don't know. Yeah, well, you remember, it is uh, 2020. It's a weird-ass year. You put you put an asterisk on that bitch. I, I like to still say I'm 38. Yeah. I mean, the year's not over, so I'll ride that until it's time not to ride it anymore. <laughs> Moving on with Math is Hard, here's one uh, for the international crowd. There is a cartoon image where it shows, um, you know, water and then water. And of course, the first water is one mile that way. The second water is one kilometer that way. And it shows a guy rushing towards the first water, which is one mile. And it says Americans, to which somebody points out correctly, but the Americans are right. A mile is less than a kilometer. One mile equals 1.6 kilometers. So uh, yeah, if you're trying to make a point about how stupid Americans are, well, uh, check your math a little bit because uh, apparently uh, they are not quite in the right. Yeah. All righty then. <laughs> oh my God. Moving on with math is hard. Tony, uh, obviously you work in retail. You did your time as a cashier. Did you ever struggle when somebody gave you, um, you know, what's the best way to put it, uh, a certain amount of money and then change so that you would give them back an even amount of change? So whether it was oh, like yeah. a full quarter or 50 yeah. cents, did you struggle with that at all? Like a lot no. of cashiers do. No, no, I taught, I, I was taught so young in my career that of, of how to count change. I knew how to count change back way before Costco, you know? So, <laughs> um, I, in fact, you know, it was a lady at Arby's who taught me how to do it. Oh, uh, Shannon cool. Hiron. She, uh, she showed me how to count change back. She was like the shift supervisor. And, uh, that's probably the best thing I learned at Arby's. You know, that was something I was able to apply to every job which is as weird as that is <laughs> yeah for some reason for me um watching the blank expression on a cashier's face when i do that um is almost priceless because you can see inside their head they're trying to figure out how much change do i give back and yeah you know sometimes i even have well, to it's, help out. it's so crazy it's like yeah the machine does it but you know a lot of these people too they don't think about it is if you gave me like if your total was thirty seven ninety eight or whatever and you gave me, you know, and your change is gonna be oh that's a bad example. We'll just say like where the change back is seventy five cents, but if you gave them a quarter so you just got a dollar back, I mean you can easily just do it in your head, but you just count it, or you could just actually type what they hand you. Exactly. So, exactly. If the total was, you know, twelve seventy five and you you gave them thirteen twenty five just type in, you know, 1325 to get your buck back. Exactly. Well, here's a person who decided to complain but didn't realize that they were actually on the winning end of this exchange. Says, have you ever been to a restaurant that does not give you the change when you pay with cash? My bill uh, was $47.20. I gave the waitress $100 and she only gave me back $53. I called over the manager, which was our waitress. She said, we don't usually carry change. I told her to give my $100 back and I'll pay with a credit card. 80 cents would not kill me, but it's the principle. If they do this to everyone that pays cash over a year, that would be a lot of money in their pocket. But if she did the math properly, she would realize that she was actually on the winning end of 20 cents. Uh, they were just going to eat that and uh, give her back the full buck. So uh, again, you know, people, uh, before you start flying off the handle, check your math a little bit. Yeah. 
That one gets a good job, a hole. I don't have that button, so. Yeah, I do somewhere. Wait, way to go, a hole. Here we go. Way to go, a hole. <laughs> oh, good for you. Here's another person who doesn't quite understand years. Says somebody born in 2020 will see will see the year 3000 when they're 80. Mm, no, no, they'll see it when they're uh, uh, 900. They'll be long. Yeah, they'll be long gone too. <laughs> no one, no one currently breathing or living or anyone coming anytime soon is going to see the year 3000. No, no, you know, But again, they may see the year uh, 2100. Yeah, yeah. that is likely. Where we're I at mean, that point. definitely, that is a possibility, you know. Yep. Tony, I know you like to go on road trips. Uh, when you're driving along, do you ever do the calculations in your head about, uh, you know, if you're driving at a certain mile per hour, how long it'll take you to get to your destination? Um, you know, is that something that you do? Uh, sometimes. I'm usually just in the zone of listening to music. Um, but if I'm a passenger, then yeah, I catch those things more often. Okay. Yeah. Occasionally I'll do that math in my head. And you know, if the, the navigation tells me that I'm going to be there at a certain time, of course, that's based on whatever the speed limit is. So if I'm going five over 10 over, which, uh, if you're a police officer, I, I never do. Um, I'll yeah. do, I'll do the calculations to find out, you know, when I'll actually be there. But, uh, you know what? Some people can't always do that. For instance, you have person A here who says 2000 miles isn't that much. Honestly, I could drive that much in a day. To which person B replies, if you drove a steady 75 miles per hour without ever slowing down or stopping, it would take you over 26 hours to drive 2000 miles more than a day. To which person A replies, well, assuming you're correct, then let's suppose that I didn't sleep to have more time in a day then I could probably make it. And what are your sources for your data? Person B replies, 2,000 divided by 75 is 26.666. It's called math. Basically, person A somehow assumed that if they don't sleep, there's going to be more than 24 hours in a day. That wow. math does not end. My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. But that's just ridiculous, you know. It's, it's oh my God. Yeah. That just an idiot. Well, if I don't sleep, you give me more hours in the day. No, the day's still just twenty-four hours in a day, whether you sleep or you don't sleep. Well, and if you are debating with somebody online, uh, better check to be sure that you're right before you start getting into a ongoing argument. Yes. And then finally, in math is hard. You have somebody who puts, "When I was six, my sister was half my age. Now I'm seventy. How old's my sister?" To which somebody replies, 35. Let's have a hard one, please. <laughs> no, no. The sister's only three years younger than him. But uh, you know what? It's uh, it's math. Math is hard. That's the way things go. But uh, you know what? I, I, can't okay. blame, I can't blame everybody uh, because uh, it doesn't come naturally to some people. The good yeah. news is we've got phones in our pockets with calculators on them, so we don't have to do a lot of that stuff in our brain. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour. We're headed into our long Ooh. break. When we come back, it is our call-in topic of self-inflicted injuries. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes.
F it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Friday, December 4th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, did you get a chance to get your smoothie on the break or uh, too busy texting oh, employees? Sh- sure did. No, I got it done. Nice. That Nutribullet. Uh, that was just a little longer today, so. Gotcha. The uh, Nutribullet still working well or uh, Vitamax, Vitamix, Vita, Vitality? The Vitamix, yeah. It has a little attachment that's like a Nutribullet. And, uh... Yesterday I tried the uh, bigger one. It's a little easier. The Vitamix one's a little tricky because you got to fill it just right. You don't want to overfill it. So, all right. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. And I also I I had had to put the laundry in the dryer. So, little uh, <clears throat> in between break stuff. So, a little behind the scenes for you. <laughs> Super exciting. Speaking of behind the scenes, for those of you who normally watch the show, uh, you may have noticed a slight change in my camera. I moved the camera from there to here and uh, noticed uh, that uh, today my my right side palsy is acting up a, a little bit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, God, was it two years ago now, I did... Yeah a run for the dog rescue nonprofit, transporting some dogs up to the Canadian border. And when I was in the middle of Yellowstone, uh, half my face stopped working. And it's a uh, thing called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which is a uh, more severe version of, uh, not cerebral, Bell's palsy. And uh, my face was frozen for about an entire year, a little over an entire year uh, before I started getting movement back. But uh, now every time I get uh, either tired or a little stressed, for some reason it starts wearing down. And, and uh, uh, of course, it's sucks, noticeable man. now that uh, <laughs> I've moved the camera. So again, a little behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, but uh, it might be along the same lines as uh, what our interactive topic is. So speaking of which, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys the listeners and watchers about the topic of the day uh now the way we do it is we give you the topic the day beforehand giving you guys 24 hours to chime in give us a call on the phoenix line leave your message let us know uh, what your story is what you think what your suggestion is whatever it may be that number 855 phoenix radio that's 855 f-e-n-i-x rdo or 855-336-4973 today's topic is self induced injuries and the reason i picked this one is a conversation tony and i had a little bit earlier in the week about uh you know he used to have this tradition of uh playing uh football on thanksgiving and uh what happened the last time you did that tone uh well it ended my uh turkey day football career i went to tackle um a guy which it wasn't tackle, but it was like, you know, I was going for his flag. And when I made a leap at him, it's like I, ho- I hooked him 
to get his flag. And when we went down, I landed awkwardly on my shoulder. And I got up and, you know, I've never broken anything um, other than one I will share when we get to that point. Um, I've only broken one bone uh, in my entire nice. uh, 38 years of existence. And uh, when I landed, it hurt. And I was like, oh, no. And and I could instantly feel it. It was a burning sensation. And I was like, well, I'll ice it up. It's probably just a bruise. I probably just strained something. It took uh, it took about a year, almost, uh, for it to heal. And I never went to the doctor. I just iced it up and stuff. But I, my shoulder was jacked. It was I was in a lot of pain for a long time. I should have went to a doctor probably, but I was like, I don't want surgery or I don't want something like that. <laughs> so I mean, it's all good now. It doesn't hurt, but it was enough, you know, to be miserable for a long time that it just it wasn't worth it to get back into the game at that point and so. needless to say your flag football days are behind you now yep they're done yeah he's on fire <laughs> not no more i'm not <laughs> yeah. that's the thing you know when you're approaching a certain age uh, you know you think you can do everything but uh, you certainly can't and you know i don't know about you tony but uh, the older i get the more uh, creaks and and pops and and pain i feel yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, the, it's, I just stick to the gym. You know, another thing I've cut back on doing as I've gotten older, too, is uh, the, running on the treadmill. You know, I was really big about running on the treadmill for years, and everyone says it's really bad for your knees. And, you know, yeah. for a long time, uh, so I'd probably say for about five years, five or six years, I was, I was doing that almost daily, you know. And uh, it, finally my knees started hurting. I was like, oh. I better uh, not do this. So, you know, I I went to the tread. I went to the elliptical versus the treadmill. Like I'll still do the treadmill, but I just I don't do it as much as I used to. It's more elliptical based things that are easier on my joints. Yeah, the elliptical you know? is. I mean, low impact. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. I have uh, fibromyalgia, and uh, you know, if I go to the gym, I have to do the elliptical. If I'm doing any sort of treadmill, my body is aching afterwards. Not in the good way after a workout, but uh, just because yeah, of that in a bad high way, impact. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I limit mine. I don't do what I used to. I used to do like 45 to an hour on a treadmill, like at a wow. 7 to 10 speed. Yeah. <laughs> so I got rid of the man uh, jiggly, the, the joblies. That's how I got rid of them. The little love handles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's how I shrunk the love handles and stuff, yeah. <laughs> well, folks, we want to hear from you. Go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page on the video, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video. Comment there. Let us know how you uh, ridiculously or hilariously injured yourself. We want to hear all about it. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, it is all about you guys. Stay tuned for just a few minutes. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 4th. 
Now we're smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic, the interact portion of the show, where we invite you guys to chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just go into the live video there and put your comment into the comment section. What we're talking about today is the ridiculous or hilarious ways that you've injured yourself. Uh, obviously, accidents are one thing, but uh, you know, if it could have been prevented, if there's something that you could have done differently, then uh, you know what? It, it, uh, at least it makes for a great story. Uh, for me, before we get to uh, uh, our uh, people chiming in, uh, cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching. I was going back and forth between a couple of them, but I think probably the most appropriate one is uh, I had gone on a Costco run for an event I was doing, picked up two cases of bottled water and uh, two cases of canned sodas. And you know, individually, those are, are quite heavy. Figured, you know what? Oh, are they? <laughs> I gonna, don't know. I'm going to take one of these. Every night. I totally get you. I'm going to take a, a flimsy little uh, dolly and uh, try and stack them all on there and just move them across this little parking lot space. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, got a little top heavy. And of course, uh, when it fell, it fell right onto my toe. And uh, God, my toe was purple for weeks. I think the nail fell off. And uh, it's just one of those things that if I had done it in two runs or even four runs, I could have avoided that whole mess. But uh, that's what we're talking about. Ridiculous ways you've injured yourself. And then uh, we are inviting you to chime in on the Facebook page like uh, Jamieanna Munson did. Uh, and she simply oh, put... Oh, Jamieanna. She nice. simply put stun gun. I want to know more of that story, Jamieanna. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely let us know. I mean, if I, if I don't hear it now, I'm going to ask you when I see you at work. Yeah. Work with her. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I just so it's good to get new faces to chime in on the show too which is great and I have a feeling there's so much more to that story we want to know uh, what about yeah I want to know that for sure what about your Antonia I've been hearing those chimes going off so I assume that uh, no you got those something. chimes are not what you assume you think it'd really? be like super friends uh, the Yendras today but uh, no it's not um, it's just people replying if they can do the uh, late shift at work so. oh, oh. Um, I got the uh, good news everyone I have to do another overnight so I have to rally up troops uh, to go in so. <laughs> um, no but I'll share one I'll share a different one of mine in the meantime um, I'll tell you about the one time I, I broke a bone the only time I broke a bone in my body um, it was uh, Mayhem Fest 2011 I think it was uh, two, it was the Rockstar uh, Mayhem Fest like 2011 Okay, it was at Fiddler's Green and uh, it started out with a day of tailgate drinking with uh, Shipley and the crew oh well, good somebody did chime in too so I actually have an, another one to share okay, cool. it's not mine because Lacey just chimed in. <clears throat> but so we pregame. Um, I was uh, married at the time. My sister had come out and uh, we were doing shots. Uh, we were doing fireball, Jaeger shots, and, and all this stuff. And, and we, we just got stupid, stupid pregame drunk. And, <laughs> uh, and this festival, of course, is so many metal bands. It's, it's in the heat of the summer. Um, well, during the opening part, Atreyu was playing in uh, the dirt parking lot and uh, I remember I mean obviously just stupid drunk I remember bits and pieces I remember Denny laughing because the guitarist of Airborne 
was on somebody's shoulders playing guitar by us. And Denny's like, this is so cool. Uh, well, anyways, during a tray, you like a big old mosh pit broke out. <clears throat> and uh, during the pit, of course, uh, I, I did have the man job lease. So I had a little bit thicker skin to bounce around. Now I'd just get annihilated. But back then, <laughs> beefier, I could, I could do it. Um, during the pit, <laughs> at some point, um, I jammed my pinky and I guess it like yanked back and I broke my pinky and I didn't know until the next morning, like I had the worst hangover. It was a, I had a pissed off wife cause I was too flirty with some girls apparently. I, <laughs> um, I did have pink lipstick on my cheeks so that's probably not a good thing. But there, and then, uh, I remember Denny had to come save me during an event sevenfold mosh pit cause I was in a moshing mood. I had a busted open face and uh, a broken pinky. So it was a very painful next morning. Well, but, there's uh, nothing more metal than a broken pinky. <laughs> yeah, bro broken pinky, but man, in like... the pictures, my face, I had blood all over. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Uh, um, that's an embarrassing way to uh, to hurt yourself for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's you, you're looking for these ridiculous ways of how you hilariously did it. Well, add alcohol, kids. You can do anything stupid. Um, <laughs> Lacey uh, chimed in and put, uh, I stabbed myself in the leg with a knife while tapping a pizza box on my leg. <laughs> so I'm thinking what she was trying to do is, um, if I'm guessing, she was cutting the pizza box, okay? And then when it when it went through, then it stabbed her leg. Gotcha. Kind of thing, you know? It's kind of like at work, we get those with box cutters. You know, I always teach them, um, cut away from yourself, never towards you. Well, sometimes people are holding the box, and when they're cutting, you know, the thumb or something's there and mm -hmm. you know it's preventable stuff those are just accidents but like you know i don't know you'd have to chime in lace tell me why that was hilarious because it sounds like you know i feel bad for you like that sucks yeah like, now the funny thing box, is like gotta get totino's pizza <laughs> <laughs> while you were reading that text in my head i was picturing that scene from talladega nights where uh, will ferrell's got the uh, knife sticking out of his leg that's that's the only thing I pictured. Only uh, instead of Will yeah. Ferrell, it was Lacey. So, <laughs> oh, poor Lace. And then uh, Jamie Anna did comment back. She said the story is above, but uh, you know, in true Facebook fashion, my guess is that uh, either they filtered it out or something. I'm not seeing it, but uh, we'll, we'll get the story at some point either way. Uh, but we do invite you guys to chime in on our Facebook comment section about a hilarious or ridiculous way you've injured yourself. And of course we come with some backup. For instance, you have a user Laylar, Lilar, Lilar, whatever it is, says, I was sitting at a fast food restaurant with my family and we had all finished eating. All that was left on the table were a couple of drinks, mine included. I'm not 100% what was uh, sure what was said. Boy, words are hard today. I'm not 100% sure what was said, but my sister made me laugh so hard, I threw my head forward and managed to slash my forehead open on a plastic straw to the point where I drew blood and you could see little scrapes of skin in the straw. It wasn't deep enough to require stitches, but it was definitely bad enough that makeup couldn't cover it up. Um, yeah, impalement by straw is, is not something you would expect to see most days. Yeah, no, it's that's definitely not one you would think of either, you know? Yeah, no. Because straws are pretty harmless. You definitely would not that you just wouldn't think that would be something but especially those terrible paper straws that you get uh mostly in california now but uh, other places are rolling them out yeah the ones that get soggy ever... after five seconds in uh, whatever the liquid is 
do you ever do like klutzy dumb things and then wonder like what the hell just happened like for example you ever open a cabinet door or something and you just you freaking bonk your head or and you're like how the hell did that just happen like <laughs> did that really just happen you know what I mean? Not in that particular instance, but the one that sort of does come to mind is uh, in my kid's room. One of the boys' beds has a leg that goes uh, sort of at a 45-degree angle. I stub my toe every single time I'm in there. I know it's there. I try to put things around it to sort of mentally make myself aware. Without fail, I stub my toe every single time. And right, and you know it's there, and you're like, son of a... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you want to do yeah. is just yell and curse. And, and But, you know, with kids around, can't exactly do that. <laughs> no, no, you just smile. You're like, Daddy's good. You know, it's funny. I was teaching uh, a couple of the new stalkers at work the other day, <clears throat> like what I wanted for – we like to keep our pallets neat, clean, straight on the line. And as I'm showing them, I was like, yeah, when you see this, you pull these forward. Well, my head was under the steel. Happen it's happened – I've worked for 20 years at Costco. I can't tell you how many times I've – whacked my head on that orange steel beam dude it <laughs> it just happens it and it's it looks bad it's kind of like a little kid you know when they fall whop and everyone's like because it looks painful and i think i'm just so numb to it now it's like i'm like oh yeah that's, <laughs> oh it's still that there is what is i think that smack for uh exaggeration purposes hurt more than, oh, no <laughs> than the beam there <laughs> now tony uh how how do you do with being tickled I'm somebody who uh, doesn't like being tickled. It, it, it makes me more mad than uh, I find hilarious. Secret tickle time? You have a name for it? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. When I was a kid, my aunt used to tickle me until I like would threaten to pee my pants. So my um, my youngest one, Reese, he wants me to continue tickling, and I was like, "Why?" Yeah, not me. I. Tickling is the weird thing. I like that it makes me laugh. Like mm -hmm. it, it gets me giggly. That's funny, but I don't have I don't have like uh, any particular. I don't. I'm not very ticklish either, though. Like there, I do have ticklish spots, I guess. But okay, all right. You know, I'm not super ticklish. Now, it can be. I actually like to try. Like, well, when I was dating I, this one girl, like she she didn't like being tickled but when you did it she, just the laugh she would give so it made me want to do it more which is dumb <laughs> uh you're, you're, a, you're a sadist or no you're a sadist uh in any is case that what it is? here is a tickle related incident from uh user shellar says my friend's sister tried to tickle me shellar! so i stepped backwards tripping and falling into an open dishwasher there was a butcher knife in the silverware tray pointed up and went about six inches into my butt and had to be surgically removed. Oh, could you imagine describing that when you go to the ER? It was an yeah. accident, I swear. Yeah, I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is crazy. Like some of the dumbest ways you can get injured and it, it's just, it, it's nuts. Cause it can happen out of nowhere. You could be doing the dumbest thing. I could get injured by the end of the show just sitting here. Yep. <laughs> it could just happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe like this this uh, desk has got like a bro like the leg is cracked on it. Um, it's literally on its last leg. When I move, it's going out in the dumpster. Um, it's a nice desk, but it's been moved way too much and. Uh, Huh. I mean, this thing could like buckle, and like during <laughs> yeah. the TV, during the show, you could see everything go. That'd be a final destination oh. type moment. But to uh, cap things off with uh, you know self-induced injuries, um, it, it 
what you were saying just reminded me uh there was one time i threw out my back by getting up in the morning stretching my arms over my head and just pop and there went my back so uh, in any case that does it for today's call-in topic of self-inflicted injuries monday our topic is porch pirates when have you had to deal with people who uh yeah me mateys i take your amazon packages to back to the shanty yeah. When have you had to deal with these uh, inscrutable people? And uh, maybe what, what did you do to uh, find some joy in, in a little bit of payback? But uh, folks, when we come back, G-Man is joining us. It is Friday, NFL Week 13 picks. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we've thankfully made it to the final segment of not only the show, but of this week. Uh, given the technical issues, it is, uh, I think we're, yeah, we're putting this horse out of its misery. Um, you know, but it's the joys of live radio, the things that we got to deal with. But nonetheless, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes. Okay. Sure am. Stay Puft is the last it. thing we need right now. Yeah, we, we've we already had enough destruction this week. Uh, we'll, we'll go easy on it. Exactly. Well, folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Uh, Tony, I just totally stole that from you because I was That's laughing okay. at you. <laughs> I was, I was, you did, you did the wrong burgundy. You just read the teleprompter. Uh, but, uh, oh, it's all good. But I was going to say sharing is caring. I had nothing fancy with it, so you're okay. It's par for the course. At this point, we're just trying to get through these last seven minutes to. <laughs> <laughs> seven minutes? Ah! <laughs> well, as we. <laughs> As we do at the end of each show, we drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reverse in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. Christian uh, Phoenix. This day in 1875, William McGeer Tweed, also known as Boss Tweed, escapes from jail. I would assume escaping from jail was a lot easier in 1875 than it is today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back then, it just seems like it was just get somebody to get you the big skeleton key and just, right. you know, we had like the dog go get it. Here, Poochie, go get that. I'm pretty sure that's just Pirates of the Caribbean. Well... It probably happened. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1915, Henry Ford's peace ship, Oscar II, sails for Europe to get the boys out of the trenches by Christmas, obviously uh, referring to World War I. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, he was in any way involved in that or uh, trying to uh, get people out. So uh, just yeah, another thing yeah. that Henry Ford did. <clears throat> Good on him. I, 
And it's funny when you said peace ship, I thought you were going uh, with Ford and peace and something that rhymes with ship. That's what I thought you were going with. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't blame you there. And I said ship. So we're good. And you it's know not that matters. We're on internet radio because even if I said it, it's not going to matter. But <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it to keep this, the trend of not cussing going. Exactly. And you've got firsthand experience, so uh, you you can certainly talk to Ford's reliability. Mm-hmm. All right. This day, 20, 1927, jazz musician and composer Duke Ellington opens at the Cotton Club in Harlem. Oh, those good old Duke Ellington days. You know, a lot of people don't know the name, but if you were alive back then, he was a superstar. Biggest name in Yes, flute with Duke Ellington. <laughs> Boy, it is a slow day in this day in history. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to hit a little of the lesser known facts. For instance, this day in 1961, You're good there. the female contraceptive pill becomes available on the National Health Service in Britain. And uh, now, yeah. now you can say? have some unprotected sex. That pill will protect you. No babies. No babies, but yeah. uh, watch out for the syphilis. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> this day in 1966, military working dog Nemo saves the life of his handler, Airman Robert A. Thronberg, during the Vietnam War, surviving a gunshot wound to the nose. That is a hero if I've ever heard of one. Yeah. Woof, dude. Woof. <laughs> wow. There is, I mean, it's all political. It's all war stuff today, but. You it's know, all crap. It is crazy. Wait. But you know, I could I could always help fill in with you if you want. I could look at our uh, this day in entertainment history. Well, the good news is you. that it's a slightly uh, shorter segment because we went a little bit long with the G-man's picks because of the technical issues. So I think we'll have enough. For instance, this day in 1982, months after the death of drummer John Bonham, Led Zeppelin announces that they will disband. Um, I'm curious if they tried looking for a replacement and then decided it was useless um, or if it was just one of those things they needed time to grieve and then decided to disband. But uh, in recent years, when they've reunited for very few shows, they've actually used John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham. Yeah, I like that they do that in moderation. I, You know, we get so many bands that break up and then they get back together. They do these big ass reunion tours and they break up again and... You know, I was just reading yesterday when I was putting together entertainment news. It was Kiss's final farewell tour plans to hit Antarctica. And I'm thinking in my head, I go, how many effing farewell tours is this band doing? Jeez right. Louise. Yeah, I think we saw their we, farewell you and I tour saw in the 2000. farewell tour in 2000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. And that was, uh, according to Mathis Hunter, that was 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to tune into that earlier segment to get that lame joke. I know it's not 25. Don't hate on me. It's 20. I get it. <laughs> well, moving on. Here's a jagged little pill to swallow. This day in 1996, during the seventh Billboard Music Awards, Alanis Morissette is the big winner. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> I don't You know, I really liked that ironic video when I was a kid. <clears throat> not just because it's multiple personality Alanis Morissette, but... Yeah, we used to have the closed caption on. Uh, was stuck on our little crappy Sanyo TV. Remember that brand? Oh, Sanyo? I remember those. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so I had a, sh a crappy Sanyo, and every time that video came on, what I liked about it is 
the closed caption for each personality they'd zip in would be a different color. It's like one would be pink, one would be light blue, one would be red. And and that was the only music video I did that to. So huh, interesting. Um, useless trivia. Speaking friend, of which, useless. weren't Ryan Reynolds and uh, Alanis Morissette once a thing? They were. That's crazy to it's think. crazy, right? Yep. And then finally, let's close out the day with some of today's holidays. Luckily, there are quite a few of those. Holidays! Celebrate! <laughs> For instance, today is Bartender Appreciation Day. And after the uh, problems you we're having, I'm going to be appreciating a bartender, I'm sure. Absolutely. And tip your bartenders well if they're really good. Speaking of uh, recognition of good work, it is Extraordinary Work Team Recognition Day. So, uh, Oh, shout out to my Night Merch crew, especially everyone that's coming at midnight. Uh, my boys, Brett and PJ and Ray. And those are the only two that have gotten back to me so far. So yay. <laughs> Today is also Faux Fur Day. And hopefully that doesn't coincide with International Cheetah Day because uh, you, you don't want to be wearing uh, authentic cheetah fur. It is no, you sure don't. And you don't want to go to Big Cat Rescue either. No. It is National Dice Day. So if you're a tabletop gamer, it's a good day to celebrate that. It's National Cookie Day. I'm going to celebrate that one for oh, sure. Oh, man. Crumble sounds good. Mm -hmm. It is International Sweater Festival Day. It is Ooh, yeah. Wear Brown Shoes Day. Also National man. Sock Day. And then it is Wildlife like Conservation Day. Folks, we will be back Monday with a brand new show. Hopefully less technical issues, but that's the way things go. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. Later.